0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Jack Daniels, Tennessee Whiskey. Jack Daniels is the oldest, mellowest, whiskiest whiskey, and every drop is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, turning nights into stories since 1866. Please drink responsibly.
1: Happy Halloween, nerds. This week, don't miss a special, spooky batch of episodes from NPR's new daily science podcast, Shortwave.
2: We're going to talk about parasites that take over and control the brains of their hosts. Yes. Much like a podcaster does to their audience.
1: (laughs) Listen and subscribe to Shortwave from NPR.
3: All right, Marissa. Hey, Lindsay. I'm ready to play full-blown Meltdown. What is full-blown Meltdown? All right, so a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago, Bob opened his mail, and he came over to our desk, and he gave us this pup zine. Pup, you know, the Canadian band that we love. So we got this zine, and in it is a board game. It comes with two buttons to represent us. We've got our buttons. We've got our dice. I got a five. Okay. Three. Four, five. I landed on Life on the Road. This is great. Okay. This is actually, there's an action item.
2: Hey, guys. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh,
4: Bob. This is a board game for two players only.
2: Oh. What did okay, she get? Okay.
3: Five says, your singer blows out their voice, so you have to drop off a tour missing five shows. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, this is tough.
2: That's scary. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Let's play some music. You roll the dice. Maybe you'll get something better. <laughs> all right. Uh, since Marissa rolled the dice, Lindsay, you pick the song. They oh, by it. the way, you're connected to All Songs Considered. <laughs> <laughs> and it's NPR music. And it's a board game. And I'm Bob Boylan. And Lindsay McKenna and Marissa Larusso are here. And keep going.
3: We've got a new song from Illuminati Hotties. It's called People Pleaser.
2: <laughs> I like that so much. (laughs) Yes, And it was puppy-related. There's something about trading your puppy for a wolf.
3: Yes, exactly. (laughs) So Illuminati Hotties is Sarah Tudson's Tender Punk project. (laughs) Last year, she released her debut, Kiss Your Frenemies. It came out in May. It was one of my absolute favorites of the year. I think I talked about it to anyone who would listen to me. (laughs) And this year, she's toured with American Football, also with Pup. So, you know, the zine fits. And among other things that she's done, she released a song, again, the dog theme, called I Want to Keep Your Dog. (laughs) Um, We really, this is all dogs considered. Um, But this is another one-off single that there's no album that we know of yet. But all proceeds from this song on Bandcamp will go to the Trevor Project. So it's a pay what you want offering. The Trevor Project provides crisis intervention and suicide preventative services for LGBTQ young individuals under the age of 25. And she said that this song was created in a couple weeks ago in a vacuum, sort of one of those late night things. And she put it up and it is so fantastic.
2: I love that. You know, we, Lars and I just did a whole show about Bandcamp and a decade stuff, right? So we're doing a series of 10 podcasts, uh, sort of moments, things that happen in the 10, 2010s. Uh, and we did a whole show on Bandcamp. And one of the mission of Bandcamp is to make it possible for artists to do things, in this case, fundraise and so yeah. forth, and make it easy for that to happen. And that's so exciting that they've chosen to do that. Great cause. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. Where are we going? Are we rolling the dice?
4: I think I have a song I'd like to play, but I would love if Lindsay would roll the dice first. All right, let's see if I this can this. is do the pop fanzine
2: game that maybe is online Oh, to no, buy. that
3: was such a, a dud of a roll. Oh, but well. I landed on four. Oh, no, the van's transmission blows. Oh, no! Use your advance to buy a old van. You <laughs> fill in the word there. That will probably break down, move back four spaces. Man, we just keep going back to the start. Wow.
2: <laughs>
4: The music industry is rough. (laughs) Is
2: anything good going to happen in this game? Looking ahead?
4: Lindsay, what's our final purpose in this game? Like, what's the grand prize? It
3: says, the object of this game is for at least one bandmate to make it to the, hey... Maybe things aren't so bad, Tile. Okay, if you do, great. congrats. That's okay. literally the best possible outcome.
2: <laughs> oh my! Uh, you have uh, Marissa. You have something new from an artist we know, but not quite in this form.
4: Yes, I have the first single from Francis Quinlan's um, s- debut solo album. Francis is, of course, the lead songwriter for the band Hop Along, of whom I am a really big fan. The really early Hopalong records were mostly just Francis by herself, um, but this is the, her debut album under her name. The album is called Likewise, and this first single is called Rare Thing.
2: And they do dog songs, too, don't they?
4: Yes. Hopalong's last album was called Bark Your Head Off Dog. We're really big on dogs <laughs> wow. today.
2: Just we'll keep digging into this. It's going somewhere. All right. Here we go.
4: My love.
5: SHUT UP!
2: What you're saying with the smile that is, like, huge. (laughs) I mean, the smile goes from, like, the one earphone to the other earphone, right? It's
4: rare that I'm this um, happy in public, but but Frances Quinlan's song is worth it. Um, but I reached out to ask her what the song is about, and she said, A friend told me once that love is, at its core, a power struggle. His conclusion dogged me for years. I sometimes still worry about it possibly being true, that we all love each other in this utterly conditional and selfish way. Worse, that I am guilty of treating others always with my own interests at heart. My niece was not yet born when I had that conversation. She's almost three now, and when I visit her, I find that the shame I carry around everywhere loses weight as I witness her joy and fascination with the world. It's not that I'm cured of my cynicism. I don't know that you can be cured but she provides evidence to me constantly that there is indeed a greater and grateful kind of love, not focused on gaining higher ground or taking anything away from anyone. My niece's love for others is so generous. She's known me for such a short time and loves me anyway. I'm grateful to her and was thinking about her when I wrote Rare Thing. Wow.
2: That's so sweet.
4: A beautiful way to love indeed.
2: (sighs) That's great. This is like puppy love. Yeah. (laughs) Should I roll the dice? Can sure, I, can I, like, just, give it a roll.
3: A, Here we go. A, just. Good roll, good roll. You got a six. Let's move mm-hmm. Marissa's piece. Little Dipper schedules a conference call.
2: Let's a see. conference call? Does that mean a <laughs> meeting? Oh, That's geez. your
3: media conglomerate is a Little Dipper. Okay. Oh, gosh. A much younger and, let's face it, a better band with a very similar name starts gaining a massive following. So much so that they send you a cease and desist letter. Ooh! <laughs> your use of the name is bringing down their brand. The Little Dipper management team doesn't think it's worth fighting and decides it would be better if you changed your band name. Both players move back to the start. <laughs> 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 this is an incredibly sad scenario.
2: Can I tell you kind of a true story that, that happened to me? That yes. So you know, Tiny Desk, Unit was a band I used to be in. Right. Of and course. in town in DC, there was a band called REM. And they were good <laughs> friends, and we were—we had a record label, nine and a half by sixteen records. We were going to record their record, and we were going to put out their record. I go to the Nine Thirty Club one night, and Greg, the guy who is the head of REM, comes up to me, and he—he he says, um, "Hey man, I'm really worried." So what are you <laughs> worried about? It? We're going to the studio tomorrow. He says, "There's this Athens band that's coming oh, up, no. and they're called REM." And I said, "I said, Greg." Don't worry about it, really. I mean, you know, it's just another band. No. It'll, be, it'll be fine. You, don't worry no, about I've never it. No one ever heard from those guys ever <laughs> right. again. Exactly. So <laughs> anyway, that was my great advice. Where was I? Oh, you know what I want to do now? Halloween is coming. It's true. All right? And Lucy Dacus is putting out a series of this EP. It's called 2019. A series of music. La on Rose came out for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. She did right. a song, Forever Half Mass, for, uh, for uh, Fourth of July. So she comes out and she's putting out a Halloween song. <gasps> what does she pick? She picks a cover song. She picks Phil Collins <laughs> in the in the air tonight.
4: Oh my gosh. I'm Iconic. scratching
2: my head. I'm scratching my head. Why, why, why? Right. And then uh, I listen to the words. Which I guess I kinda really haven't in thirty years. Sure. So <laughs> <laughs> thankfully. So uh, you ready? I Lucy Dake is? Here she goes.
4: That was incredible.
2: <laughs> I just love it. Listen, I had a caller because one inspired that as a Halloween song. So uh, I called her. She was in the van. The band was loading in in Portland. <laughs> but we had a couple of minute conversations. Can I just uh, play that conversation for you that I did yesterday? I don't know how you wound up picking this song for a Halloween song, but I never in a million years would have thought that. And so... Tell me his tale for you. <laughs>
1: well, when you listen to the lyrics, like the first verse, he's saying, like, if I saw you drowning, I wouldn't save you. He's basically a murderer just watching this person die. That's so scary. So I've always been freaked out by the song. Wow. So I thought it would be good for Halloween. Also, I feel like Halloween parties, like, it needs to be scary and fun. And like there is nothing more fun than air drumming the fill to that song with a group of people <laughs> and dancing. That's that's where the idea came from. The band we listened to it on the radio when we were driving around LA, put the windows all the way down and we were just like air drumming and I was like, "Dang, we really got to cover this."
2: Oh my gosh. What well, you did it. Who's doing the actual drumming that's, on this
1: Yeah, that's Jake Finch. He played on um, Half of Historian, and he's a bud in Nashville. He doesn't tour with this. The dear Ricardo Lagomassino does the trick live, and he slays it every night. It's so much fun.
2: I love that. Do you remember how old you were when you first heard this song?
1: Um, I'm going to guess I was like seven or eight. This is my parents' era of music. It's one of those that my mom would sing along to in the car. My mom sings along to any song that she knows. It's kind of just a part of my everyday life with her. (laughs) It didn't occur to me until much later how dark the song was. And there's all this lore about it being true and Phil Collins, like, not being able to swim and watching somebody watch his friend drown. Like his friend fell off a boat and this guy just didn't save him. But Phil Collins couldn't save him because he couldn't swim. But that's not true. It's like, there's just one interview on, I think, Jimmy Kimmel where... He was like, it's not true that I actually saw this. Like, I wrote it when I was getting divorced. I was just angry at the time. I don't think he means to address it towards his ex wife, but I just know that he, you know, he was in a mood that day (laughs) in the studio.
2: (laughs) Do you write songs where you don't know what they are meaning to you?
1: I try not to understand what I'm writing while it's happening because then I'll try to fit it back into whatever that experience was. But almost immediately when I finish a song, I'll read it, and it will strike me as true to myself, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that (laughs) I finally found the words for this. Sometimes it's something that happened immediately, and sometimes it's something that happened like five years ago, so I never know how it's going to go.
2: It's awesome. This cover thing has just been a thrill ride uh, as a listener, (laughs) probably for you too, right?
1: It's been so much fun. It feels like low stakes, uh, just every couple months being able to share something, and In the studio like because they're not my songs i've been able to just kind of let go and be like okay let's just think about the sound and not like the greater message Mm -hmm. and like who i am as a person and how i want people to know me and like my core thoughts and beliefs like that's weighing on me whenever we make my music and yeah this was very kind of carefree and i learned a lot about the studio so i recommend it this is a cool way to put out music i enjoyed it a lot
2: that's awesome and so uh, uh, christmas is coming yeah yes
1: (laughs) i uh i'm not a big fan of christmas honestly and i think that that will be clear
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh okay so maybe maybe a holiday song and maybe we'll Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm, maybe yeah thanks say hi to everybody for me and i hope to see you soon i will
1: yeah, likewise. Thanks. Thanks for talking.
2: Lucy Dacus, CEPs 2019. Do you do you like that? I, we all air drummed. I know. I was just thinking
4: while she was talking about air drumming how Lindsay and I paused the conversation <laughs> when we were listening to the song <laughs> so we could both solemnly air drum. got to come Yeah,
2: That's awesome. Oh, Lucy Dacus, Me and My Dog, Boy Genius. Oh, God. <laughs> Well
3: done.
2: Well done. Uh, I'm going to take a break. you want to take a break? Yeah. yeah. We're not doing so good in the board game.
3: No, we're really
4: not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This band is going uh, back Mm. home.
4: Listen, I have hope for us. Our greatest hit is ahead of us.
2: Great. And we have great music ahead, too. And uh, I'm
0: Bob Boylan, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Tito's Handmade Vodka. Born and bred in Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Music's just kind of part of our DNA, says Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller of Tito's Handmade Vodka. For recipes, videos, and more, visit them at titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, 5th Generation Incorporated, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. This message comes from NPR sponsor Sonos. Brilliant sound your way. Discover speakers, home theater products, and audio components that connect over Wi-Fi. Create a custom sound system you can control with the Sonos app, Apple AirPlay 2, and your voice. Stream from your favorite services and enjoy music, podcasts, and more in any room of your home. And now take the sound anywhere with Move, the new battery-powered weather-resistant smart speaker. Learn more at Sonos.com.
2: It's All Songs Considered, I'm Bob Boylan. I'm here with Lindsey McKenna, I'm here with Marissa LaRusso. We're playing uh, somewhat spooky dog-related <laughs> music, it feels like. <laughs> right. I have
4: a I have a spooky song, Bob. Oh, right. Um, I have a song called Good Scare. So uh, that's spooky. Yeah, there you go. Um, by the artist Torres. Oh,
2: we which, love Torres.
4: Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't have a dog connection on this one, though. Mm.
3: Okay, hear stretch, me out. Stretch, stretch. Torres, release an album called sprinter yes dogs hmm. like to run All right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it works it works But Good Scare is the first single from the new Torres album, which comes out in January, called Silver Tongue. Yay! I'm so excited about this record. Mackenzie Scott is the person behind Torres. Um, She put out three albums. I thought that they were each just like increasingly greater than the last. The last one was called Three Futures, which came out in 2017. This record will be her first for Merge, and it's the first record that she produced all by herself. Um, So the single is called Good Scare.
6: To love me through the bars of a golden cage
2: Oh, thank you, Torres. Thank you, thank you, Mackenzie.
4: Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Uh, Mackenzie said, Good scare is about pursuit. It arose out of the absurdity of being in love and out of the feeling of putting one's whole unguarded heart in someone's hands, fully trusting them not to shatter it. Wow. Mackenzie was doing a, a house show circuit in the last, you know, few months, and I saw her play in just, just like, tiny house um, in the D.C. area in January. And seeing her solo just with an electric guitar, playing mm. old Torres songs, playing some new stuff that hadn't been released yet, it was just a really incredible experience and makes me excited to hear, like, what she's up to next and what's going to be on this record. Oh,
2: I want to be at that house show. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's spin the dice, okay. actually. Okay, all right. One more right. on this more. pup game. I'll pop all the time. How many were we going?
4: I landed on three. One, two, three. Roll again. Roll again. Okay. I got two. two. Life
3: on the road. Okay. Uh, I hope it's something happy this time. Your parents have decided that you can no longer rehearse <laughs> in their basement. Your part time coffee shop job won't give you the days off tour. Your significant other is sick of you wasting your life in this directionless band. They dump you. Oh, for someone who has their stuff figured out, it's time to grow up, go back to spaces, back to start. This is truly a full blown meltdown game.
2: <laughs> is it actually ever possible to win this game? <laughs> this and these are all like nearly, if not true, stories. I think so. <laughs> it's amazing I want to play something Uh, Julian Baker just put out a new song it's a part of a series of uh, 45s that Sub Pop puts out it's called the Sub Pop Singles Club I'm going to play a song we did Lucy Dacus earlier in the air tonight and this uh, this is a different sort of being in the air tonight at least the beginning of this song so here we go (laughs) So Julian Baker, uh, great new song. Uh, It's called Tokyo. It's a 45 uh, and also downloadable, which is wonderful. This is our, like, pop-themed show. And, you know, I woke up about 4.30 this morning, so I'm a little hazy. And I thought maybe I was dreaming and so forth. But I brought in Lauren Anke because this morning she just told me this, like, totally bizarre story that must be told right now. I came into your office and we were talking about Ann Powers and, you know, musicians live in her neighborhood like next door and the next door and the next door and the next door and the next door. door. So what did you tell me this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) It's like this all the time at NPR Music, these sort of conversations. So Ann Powers, our great pop music critic who lives in Nashville, was out walking her dog and ran into julian baker <laughs> we don't make this stuff up so ann and i were texting about that last night and we just played uh, julian baker. something completely different and i had the opportunity to tell bob that story this morning to reiterate the point that ann is living mm-hmm. around artists and publicists and managers every second and has a dog yes.
0: Yes. and has a dog Thank you.
2: i love this that's all. What <laughs> <laughs> is going on in here? <laughs> You'll have to listen. It comes out Tuesday. we <laughs> in our boss. It's, please No, this it's is work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, then. Do you want to roll the dice? And, oh, and, uh, yes. And Actually, before we go I love to our next rolling song? Rolling dice, it, it makes me feel like we could get um, lucky. Oh. And it came up pop.
4: It just landed on pop. I think it's just the number one.
2: Okay, move forward one. Move one space. Where are we going? What do we got? Lauren, what does it say? Life on the road. All right, what happens?
4: Your drummer quits to go to dental <gasps> school. Nothing happens. You can get a drum machine. Your turn is over.
2: <laughs> 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 Thank you, Lauren Huntkey. Hi, <laughs> <Bye>, guys. <laughs> oh, my. All
3: right, so we landed on Pup. We're sticking with the dog theme. All right, let's walk with it here dogs chase squirrels i'm bringing a song from (laughs) squirrel flower how does that work
2: that's perfect but squirrel flower new Squirrel,
3: squirrel flower new squirrel flower is 22 year old ella williams she just signed with polyvinyl and her debut called i was born swimming will be out in january on january 31st so let's hear the first single
2: i'm just gonna say if you didn't play this oh i was gonna play this
3: if neither of you had played it
4: I would have planned. Oh my god. I'm a huge Squirrel Flower fan. I actually played a song of hers on this very show a little while ago. This is a big Squirrel Flower fan club.
2: Yes. <laughs> Take that, pup. <laughs> Yeah,
4: those guitars are so great. I love it.
3: Absolutely fantastic. I think this is like a unanimous hooray from this pod right here. Ella Williams comes from a musical family, and she came up kind of in the music world. She sang with the Boston Children Chorus when she was a kid. She got involved in Boston DIY, which Mm -hmm. I think is how Marissa...
4: Absolutely, that's how I heard of her, yeah.
3: So all credit goes to Marissa on this one. Uh, She shared it this morning, and I was like, yeah, this is fantastic. I overlooked this, so thank you. Just really excited to bring Red Shoulders to the show, and the album, I Was Born Swimming, will be out January
2: 31st. I'm going to take us out on a group. Do you know Trooper Trooper? They're a, a group from Gdańsk, Poland.
5: Oh wow! You know?
2: And uh, I just saw them at the Pie Shop. I don't know if you've been to the Pie Shop yet. I love the Pie Shop. But it's shop. A really good upstairs music. And anyway, sounds like an ad. But uh, chicken pop pie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love
3: chicken pop pie right? in a show?
2: And then a, and then a great band. So uh, the Trooper Trooper played. Uh, they're one of these bands that are super super loud, but and f- punky. But then they're all of a sudden, it's melodic. Mm. So they do these two things. Uh, they have a new album that came out last uh, month called "Of the Sun." I wrote to Gregor Kitowski, who's the lead singer of the band, and he wrote me a really long thing. Thank you. But I'm just gonna say one thing that he did say. <laughs> it was really, really uh, poignant. Uh, he says, "I think that in music, Trooper Trooper is something like vital pessimism." Uh, it's jolly but at the same time it's sad it's loud at the same time it's quiet and calm the song I'm going to play which is called dream about is his favorite song uh, it's my favorite song and we're going to go out on that excellent and I'll just say that our coverage of the end of the decade is happening so yes anything yes. else you want to say
3: Every
4: week, Lindsay and I pull together a collection of the best stuff that NPR Music has published throughout the week and send off the NPR Music newsletter. So if people want to read that, they can subscribe at
3: npr.org slash music newsletter.
2: And there's all kinds of stuff, including tiny desks. Tiny desks. Concert stuff. A little
3: editor's note from us. um, Coverage that's newsworthy. You name it. If it's music and if it happened with us, we are on it.
2: Awesome. Here's Troopa Troopa. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Marissa. Thanks, Bob. PR PR Music. Oh, boy, that was great. It's all songs (laughs) considered. Did you practice that? (laughs) No.